Hello and welcome to Contour Podcasts. I'm Danny Cotti, the founder and CEO of Cotti Trade and Treasury and advisor to Contour. The trade finance ecosystem facilitates the movement of goods and services around the world, but much of this uh, 5 trillion ecosystem is still done manually and with paper. The future of trade is digital, but there are many obstacles in the way uh, of more widespread adoption. So this is changing thanks to new collaboration between Contour and Finastra. And uh, we want to explore today how this will accelerate digital adoption and how can banks and corporates benefit from such interoperability. To help us answer these questions, we are joined today by Josh Krucker, Chief Product Officer of Contour, and Elena Sankova, Global Solution Consultant, Head of European Transaction Banking Pre-Sales at Finastra. Josh, let's start with the big picture. Why is digitalization crucial to improve access in trade finance? Yeah, thanks, Danny, and very nice to be speaking with both of you today. Uh, I, I would say the digitization of trade finance is going to be really important for growth of global trade. When we look at what's going to stop growth or what's going to enable growth, maybe you take a positive view, I think we're really going to have to lower the cost to serve from a banking standpoint. Uh, for trade finance products. I think right now, trade finance products can be quite paper intensive, they can be quite process intensive, uh, and that sometimes makes banks uh, hesitant or reluctant to offer them to all of their clients. So I think this is something we're gonna have to do, and I think if we digitize this process, we can help lower the cost to serve for banks. On the flip side, on the corporate side, we have to make trade finance more attractive. I think trade finance, because of, again, the paper, the process, you know, these very um, particular processes that, that are involved in, in traditional trade in particular, I think can be a, a barrier uh, to companies getting involved in international trade, you know, expanding to new relationships. Uh, they may not be familiar with these products or know how to access them. Um, the world has gone digital and it's left trade finance behind. So we need trade finance to keep up. Uh, with the expectations of most consumers uh, and most corporates. And I think digital is now almost expected. Uh, and I think what we're trying to do is, is sort of bring bring the industry along with us. Very good. Uh, Elena, what are the main pain points uh, that FIs face? And what can or is Finastra doing to minimize them? Well, to start with, I think it is unfair to talk only about the FIs and bank pain points, as it also hurts their customers, the corporate users as well. And uh, yeah, we all know the trade finance gap for SMEs is keep on growing and we're talking about trillions of dollars. So uh, definitely it's shocking and the whole business chain is affected. Uh, and um, they're all suffering from very high cost of processing. Uh, the time it takes banks and FIs to uh, turn around the transaction, increasing burden of regulatory requirements, compliance checks, and it is all aggravated and multiplied by uh, the complex processing of uh, paper documents and um, uh, other documents. And this actually yeah, refers back to what Josh has mentioned uh, in, in the industry. However, let's be honest that those pain points have existed 
for many, many years. And uh, probably we may say that uh, participants of the business chain have kind of learned to live with it and they got accustomed to it. And uh, sometimes you just need to step aside to take a look at the bigger picture and to realize that the world indeed has changed. So with all the adoption of new standards and practices, with a huge progress in technology, with the legislation and regulation changes, banks and FIs no longer have an excuse to endure the pain and to bring it to the customers. So we say that gradually the whole IT, legal and trade ecosystem is building up to reduce the pain. And yeah, obviously we represent IT and we are responsible for technology, but uh, uh, it is fantastic to see how technology and business are intertwined this day, how they support and complement each other. Now, Josh, building on that, why is a collaboration crucial? How will Finastra Contour collaboration reduce some of these pain points, including access for SMEs? You know, I think that was a really good answer, Elena. So in terms of looking at how long we've all been working at, at digitizing trade, it's measured in decades now. It's not even years. Uh, and I think the approach has to change. And there has been a lot of activity that has been happening, right? In standards and technologies and approaches. You know, I used to work for a bank and looked at all of the different things that I could do to digitize trade. And there's things you could build, there's things that you could buy, there are partnerships. It can be quite overwhelming for, for any one participant. And that's for a large institution. You could imagine for a smaller institution, it, it's so overwhelming, you, it's easier to do nothing. And I think that's what's happened. Uh, it's been easier to do nothing than to sort of go and, and try it. And I think what's happening now is the industry sort of led by maybe the technology side of the industry is saying, we need to be more united in this front. Uh, this isn't a sort of winner take all. It's not going to be uh, sort of everyone's racing to win digitization for trade finance. It's too big. It's too spread out. There's too many pieces of it. We have to work together and we have to collaborate. And I think it's not even just the technology side. It's also the business side. The business side is saying, hey, the business case for digitization is, is strong. Don't get me wrong, but there's a limit to everything. So if every bank has to go and spend a, a tremendous amount of money to digitize separately, um, that's going to be hard for everyone to come along on that journey. So how we can sort of share that that cost across many different banks uh, and sort of mutualize that cost, I think was really the beginnings of Contour, right? We had a bunch of banks come together and say, hey, let's solve a common problem together um, and let's solve one piece of the problem and then use partners uh, for the other sides of the problem. So collaboration is really, I think, in both of our, our DNA, but how do we solve a common problem uh, for different people. And then when we started thinking about what is the the natural extension of that partnership, I think it came to looking at a bank's process from the inside out. Because in the end, while a corporate is a user of trade finance, you need a bank to provide that trade finance to them. And if they're providing too many different options and there's too many different streams coming in of, of data and of, uh, of different uh, different documents, et cetera, then you're not getting a lot of the process efficiencies and lowering the cost of serve that you set out to do originally. And this is where I think solutions like Finastra are so amazing because you're providing that sort of common layer where a bank user can have one interface, you know, in, into the, the FTI user, 
and they can receive data from any of the different solutions that that bank wants to use or that their clients want to use. And I think it's now providing that commonality that we're going to need to sort of build the infrastructure of trade. I think we're still in this phase. I think we're still building the digital infrastructure for digital trade uh, before we build all kinds of fun things on top. But uh, I think the, the collaboration is the only way we're going to do it. And it's really good to see the industry moving in this way uh, in the last couple of years. Very good. So, Elena, what is Finastra's trade innovation platform? And how does it support the internal workflows of banks? Well, to start with, uh, Finastra has been supporting front-to-back processing in the trade finance landscape for many, many years. And we've got our market-leading uh, solutions, Finastra corporate channels for the front end. And Finastra Trade Innovation is the back office solution that has recently evolved into a big aggregator. Uh, because the concept of the front to back processing has changed. So we no longer talk about only about traditional channels that have been in place for many, many years. But now we see a lot of new players coming into the market and providing their services to the corporates and also making it available to banks. So for us at Finastro, we had to open our back office platform and we turned it into an aggregator that is able to work with transactions that are um, that are originated in different sources that come from different solutions that come from different platforms. We can interface with all of them and we turn trade innovation into a powerful back office engine that becomes a golden source for the transaction processing in the bank. So yeah, trade innovation has become an aggregator working with all those many satellite systems. And since this concept entered the market, we have always been talking about interoperability. So making sure that all those systems, platforms and technologies work with each other that they can uh, can be interfaced the interoperability has been uh, a hot topic for quite a few years and i'm happy to say that we have addressed it so based on the example of integration between trade innovation and contour uh, finastra has created trade network connector and uh, this is the technology that we use to interface with Contour. It is available now. It is available for all our clients. Uh, um, just to reiterate, uh, at Finastra, we've got more than 170 clients around the globe. Europe, America, Middle East and Africa, we're also growing in APAC. And uh, I think we have more than 300 installations. So our trade network connector is available for all our clients and we look forward to uh, expand our global footprint together with Contour. Very good. Josh, now that Contour and Finastra have built this trade network connector, which is currently available in the Finastra Fusion store, tell us how this works with Contour's LC solution and what banks can expect to see with this integration? Yeah, no, I think they're going to expect to see 
maybe something they didn't expect <laughs> in the beginning, which is something different. I think we're trying to actually keep the bank user experience as common as possible. Uh, I think what, what, we're, what, what we're looking to do is not introduce a whole lot of change to the banking side of the LC product, but introduce a lot of change to the corporate side. So how do we drive a better user experience for the corporate? How do we provide more data, more statuses, streamline their process, reduce their day sales outstanding, really make the letter of credit much greater, but not create a whole bunch of additional burden on an operations team within a bank. And the way you create operational burden within a bank is by creating non-standard processes. If every transaction has a different process that you have to go and do separately, then it's not very efficient. What we want to do is we want a transaction coming through Contour to look and feel just like it's coming through any other application channel, and they can process it in almost the exact same way. That's the that's the beginning part of the integration that we've built with Finestra, and I think it's a, it's fantastic. You know, the more invisible you can make it uh, for a bank user, I think the more that we're sort of winning. And what I'm so happy about is what we were just speaking about in, in terms of uh, the network that Finastra has and the network that Contour is looking to build is this great overlapping network where we want to serve the clients of Finastra, and I think Finastra would love to serve the clients of Contour. And what we do is we we allow that sort of out of the box. You know, we, we have lots of partners that we work with um, that we can build sort of customized solutions with, but I think the standardization of, of some of these platforms is really important. So any bank that is using Finastra can simply sort of turn on the connector and all of a sudden when their corporate send them uh, applications for letter of credit uh, through Contour that they will receive them uh, in the FTI user interface and they can process them. So what we've done is we've really focused on the path of how a letter of credit starts. So how does an application get drafted? So in Contour we have sort of co-drafting uh, which is between an applicant and a beneficiary, a buyer and a seller, which they really appreciate. And the next step is that they need to send that application to their bank. Uh, and what we've done is we've made sure that after they hit submit to bank, that bank user is going to access that application using the FTI. So they're not going to have to go and log into uh, a different platform just because their client is using Finastra. What they're going to do next is that they're going to hit issue LC, right? It's all that uh, FTI is going to be integrated into their back office systems um, in terms of recording the, the limit against the buyer, et cetera. And all they have to do then is, is sort of issue the letter of credit. Now, what's different is that it won't be issued on Swift in the Contour's case, but it'll be issued on Contour. So the FTI integration is, is both bringing data in uh, to the back office and allowing that back office user to send information back to the Contour network. So we did this for that application process, uh, the issuance of a letter of credit, uh, the advice of a letter of credit, as well as that amendment process uh, that is so much different in Contour than it is traditionally. Uh, so allowing that applicant to request the change and allowing that change then to go out to the other parties. So I really see this as um, really the beginning, but it's it's a fantastic MVP. A lot of our MVPs can be quite narrow, but this is a, a really, really great, strong starting point of integration for bank users. Uh, that's going to drive a lot of a lot of benefits right out of the gate. So any Finastra FTI user can sort of join Contour, and instead of starting off with this pain point that they have to accept, which is a, a sort of a non-standard process for Contour transactions, it can be integrated from their first one. 
Excellent. Thanks a lot. So my last question is to both of you. So what's next for the collaboration? What can we expect in 2023? So maybe Elena, you first. Well, probably it's not only 2023, but quite a few next years as well. It will all be about the ecosystem, its growth and its inevitable evolution. It's about the change of the business processes that uh, Josh has touched upon in the previous question. And it is about changing the world, enhancing it and improving it. Uh, we've done the interoperability issue, so now we can move to the adoption topic and actually uh, making the ecosystem available for all the parties involved and growing the adoption of it is probably what we'll have to do now. It is about bringing ecosystem in all its different dimensions to the banks and to the corporate by uh, embedding finance or connecting to the digital con uh, digital platforms like Contour. So that's where we are moving. That's where the future is. And uh, we just now should seriously work on the adoption and on the scaling of the ecosystem. Because yeah, from the technical perspective, from the IT perspective, we are ready. And uh, yeah, the proposition already exists and it works. So really excited to see what's coming next and uh, yeah as we've mentioned we're working with so many banks and it is now the right time for them to embrace the opportunity and to adopt uh, the ecosystem. Yeah I think it's been really fascinating to, to see this evolution right over the last few years uh, in terms of banks moving from experimentation uh, to more BAU adoption. So I, I think whenever, whenever there's a new technology I think it's a it's a common path to start with sort of proof of concept. Uh, you do some pilot transactions. You might launch it with a few clients. Uh, but I think what we're seeing now is banks saying, okay, this is great, but if I really want all those benefits we talked about earlier, if we really want to reduce the cost to serve, if we really want to reduce the trade finance gap, if we want to grow our business, we're going to have to make these new solutions powered by this latest technology available across our business. They're going to have to embed it sort of into their offering so that any corporate, uh, not just the, the sort of large multi-banked corporates that typically buy software directly can use it. So I think there's going to be some really interesting discussions about what is the best way to do that. Uh, you know, we've been talking about it with the Finastra team saying, you know, how does uh, a corporate apply for a letter of credit today? Um, how do they apply for a guarantee? How do they apply for a trade loan? Um, what added features and functions can we add if we enhance that offering with the network? Because I think what a lot of people have been doing so far is they've been building software solutions for maybe one party, max maybe two. So you might build a solution for a bank, or you might build a solution that's a channel between a bank and their corporate clients. But I think what network technology is really built, which is what Contour is all about, is saying, how do we take that two-party transaction and bring it all the way out to the end-to-end -end four, five, six parties? And how do we make sure data from all of that activity can be shown on the screen of that first party who's buying the original software? So I'm really excited about that future. The whole idea of taking network technology and matching it with the existing platforms of today, I think is gonna unlock a lot of value for end users. They're gonna be able to just sign up one day or sign on one day, I should see. And all of a sudden they'll be getting more information 
about their LC transaction. They'll be getting real-time statuses. They'll be able to do amendments in an afternoon instead of a week. Uh, they'll be able to make digital presentations, maybe using more partners that, that we can add into this, uh, the, this sort of happy collaboration. Uh, and I think that's when things will start moving a lot faster. I think now the whole process of, you know, testing, uh, you know, vendor engagement, you know, I think is is coming to coming to an end slightly for a lot of participants who are now here. You know, they're ready to go, uh, and now it's just about enabling that and and really launching it across their businesses. And I think through embedding solutions into existing channels is the absolute easiest way to do that. Uh, it's not easy, but it is the easiest. And then I think we can start to see the adoption that uh, is, is really what everyone wants. So adoption, embedding, integration, signing on one day and seeing new features. I think that's an exciting future. Very good. That's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you, Elena, for your fantastic insights. This was Elena, Global Solutions Consultant. Head of Transaction Banking pre-sales at Finastra and Contour's very own Josh Kroeker. If you're ready to start your digital trade journey, check out Contour's website to learn about the LC solution. The URL is contour.network. Thank you for listening. I'm Danny Cotty.